Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Taro Podcast. I'm your main man, the main host of the platform himself, just Lansky, aka Black Art himself. Here we have Wise One finally back for to the actual to do an actual recap and review or, or something. We got Uncle Fats back there in the cut it is car somewhere in the cut. And then we got Big Show still trapped down there in Tampa after getting punt in the head by Randy Oil last night. But I was oh, <laughs> I was for that too early, folks. But nonetheless, we here. Welcome to another episode. But today's episode is the stream for us. This is a hundred episode podcast. Now Word. I know today, um, Deuce wanted to give a monologue. I know he felt um that this episode deserves one with some of the fans. So that's what we're gonna do, and um, that's what we are gonna do. We're still missing. One person who's extremely late by the way. But I won't do that here. But um, yeah, man, this is a milestone for the team. This is a milestone for us podcast. This is a milestone for each and every one of us here that actually put up with all the craziness and nonsense behind the scenes to get this thing the way the fuck that it is. So I'm gonna get the floor to Duke to start it off with. So this was his idea. Duke, you got the floor. Uh, yeah, Dookie. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> um, look, I like to thank the fans, Anchor. This is our 100 episode. Without y'all actually listening to us, we wouldn't make to a hundred thousand listeners. I mean, to a hundred listeners. Uh, now bad. a thousand listeners. Um. It's, it's one of the great milestones to be a part of. Um, I think I've been, I think I've been what second longest running, um, for for most episodes, other than Shiz. <laughs> um, I like to think, I like to think Shiz on top of this. Um, he's the founder. He's he's Hulk Hogan. He's he's Shawn Michaels. He's what you call it, um. Finn Balor, the the organization, the organizer, the one who started the whole type thing. He's the one who brought all of us on board to make something that's real special for y'all to listen to. So, so I give my just do my salute, my hats off to you, Chiz, because without you, we wouldn't be able to do something like this and. And we would not even reach this 100 episode without you. Um, it would it would have been even more special to hear hear from um, Young Blood and hear from Necro, the originals that started the whole that started the whole entire thing with you. I think I was the fourth one who came aboard, but um, just just to something like this is it's so special. Right now. So thank y'all. Thank, thank the fans. Thank the whole time crew. Hats off to you. Thank you, Dukes. 
Uh, facts. We're going to just go into the order that we did before. So, yeah, you're next. All right, you motherfuckers and motherfuckers. You know, that's my intro to everything in this bitch. <laughs> that ain't never going to change. All right, I'm just going to change it up real quick. Make it short. I want to get on with the show so I can relax before I go to work. So, first of all, I want to say thank you to Anchor for allowing us to be able to do the podcast on on how many days we do it out of the week. Uh, so without them, this podcast really wouldn't be anything. But with all due respect, a big shout out to you, Shiz, for the putting the brains together and putting the people together and allowing us to voice ourselves. It is not easy dealing with people of all different types of characters, and opinions, and mindsets. <laughs> And it's and it's a blessing because of the fact that, you know, like I said earlier, like I always say, when you love something and you're passionate about something, um, that's where the drive is. And when you can when you know that the people that you surround yourself with are beneficial and can help you get there, you can help them get there, it makes it worth the fight. So I appreciate the fact that how you open the doors for all of us that are part of uh, off the Talk Rules podcast to, to really kind of be themselves and voice themselves. Um, and, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's fun. It's a great day. Like I said, I, I've been a wrestling fan since I can remember over 30 years. So I, 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 I admire this and I appreciate this, you know, and it's, and it's good to be a part of something different. And something unique, and we got a hundred episodes down. We got three, three hundred more to go, and then we got a thousand left to take care of. So, I say let's just sit back, let's enjoy the ride, let's push each other, let's let's get this thing popping because I can't wait to see what happens next season, and um, then hopefully, hopefully. For every episode, you know, there could be some holes involved too, because I'm tired of of, of big slows holes. Cause they ain't doing shit. I ain't doing nothing. They're they're not even producing milk right now. Okay. <laughs> we need hey, listen, listen, your holes are, are worthless right now. We need some holes that are willing to put in some work that are about to make, you know, that to try it ain't about money, it's just putting in some work. Your holes are lazy, bro. They slow just like your ass. Okay, they need a little hey, pep hey, in a step. Hey, okay. hey, they wait for me. That's what it is. They, they, and, and that's why you the big slow, motherfucker. That's why you still stuck in, in Florida taking a nap somewhere on the beach. No, I'm not taking a nap. Right now, I have a big-ass I have big ass headache for what happened last night, all right? <laughs> oh, shit. That's what you said last week. Anywho, <laughs> facts... Yeah, thank you, sir. Okay. I'm good. Wise, you got the floor real quick. Do your monologue. Wise. Wise one. Were you over there snoozing back there? Well, he's over here snoozing back here. He's doing some extra shit, of course, like normal. So I'm just making this thing short and sweet. Thank you guys for 
bearing with, for bearing with all this crazy crap that that that, that just been going on and shit like that. And thanks to this whole core team that's been a double edged sword. And this is what gets you know, you know, this is what you get when you have an artist that's just creative and somehow we just had a format and boom, anchor was the first step. And here we are, hundred episodes later, a thousand plays later, a few guests I mean a few guest stars. A few, a few little small instances have have it behind the scenes, and real growth and development happening. I can't be prouder than I can't be prouder, and for all you guys for just taking this journey with me, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So, right. thank you guys for you know really be a part of something special. Let's get up there to season two, do do do, you know, to do some new things. You know what I'm saying? New theme song, new intro. Yes, by your man, mm-hmm. Just Mac is making our intro, man. This is going to be fire, okay? Mm-hmm. YouTube channel is in the works, so yes, please bear with me. This is going to take a lot of my energy to do. So we're definitely going to try to get some things going, and I need and I definitely need myself a green screen, because I'm going to make this shit pop. <laughs> so today's episode is all about Monday Night Raw. Before I get to Monday Night Raw, shout out to Anchor. Customization tools that we need. How about getting our podcast to other platforms? And more importantly, we save it a little piggy bank change in the um in the uh, in the um sport um in the sponsorship piggy bank. But nonetheless, you want to do exactly what the hell we did? Download the app. It's easy. Either go to iTunes or go to Google Play and download it from there, or go www.anchor.fm from computer, laptop, or tablet. We're going to jump into Monday Night Raw, boys. The fallout from the Extreme Rules, the horror show. Then we got the opening. Seth Rollins and Murphy walks out, uh, walks out to ring and cuts the promo. The Extreme Rules match refers to rules and aims his frustration towards the fans, mysterious family, and Ray himself as he requested this match in the first place. We cannot afford to be dwelling on the past. Ray Mysterio is out of sight, literally. Nobody left to stand against the greater good. So now he's going to go on a full-blown tirade until Alistair Black comes out and rebuttals promo. And this is on him. He's here to, re- I mean, he's here to rectify all this. He sticks Murphy on him. Murphy and Alistair Black get into a brawl on the outside. Murphy's getting his ass handed to him and get tossed over the announce desk. Alistair Black sides into the ring, having Seth Rollins rolling out of the ring in desperation. Comes back from that commercial break, we get the first match, which was oh, it was already in the midst of it. Seth Rollins versus Murphy. I mean, Seth Rollins versus Alistair Black with Murphy. At the twelve minutes, Seth Rollins hits the curse at the end. Boom! Mm. When in that match, Alistair Black was not successful today. Twelve minutes, three points, three percent. I saw from the match itself. I like the match, but as we move forward. Uh, just as we thought that Seth and Murphy was done, eh, wrong. Seth, Seth sticks his dog on him. Then, yeah, he sticks his dog Murphy on. Murphy continues to rampage assault on him, brings it to the outside. And we just see attacks on Alistair Black's arm from Seth. Boom. Just trying to, trying to disable the man. Literally, <laughs> and then he goes and tries to fucking dissect him one by one by going after his hand and his arm. You think I want to do this? He yells. Murphy is in the Murphy got out of the and the camel clutch. And then we see, and then we see Seth Rollins put the top cover of the announcer table on top of Al Mur- on top of um Alistair Blast's hand. 
He curb stomps it. Bam! Crushed. Finally, the rest fucking from you know, fucking come out to save this thing, and they eventually walk away. The darker turns are happening. Now we see Sephiroth's turn, that dangerous turn that I told y'all weeks ago. I told y'all weeks ago that this was gonna fucking happen, and I was right on the money with it. Thank you. And shout out to Murphy, and now falling to his role of being the attack dog, Bert. At least now he knows his role, and now you see it coming, coming slowly into full fruition when it comes to that. So a minus for that ending segment. So that's what I gotta say. Three points saved myself for the match. A minus for the final segment. I mean, uh, for the final, maybe for the ending um, segment afterwards. Mm, okay. So go ahead, the fats. Okay, so I give this match a three and a half stars. Okay. Shout out to my man for Alistair Black for actually whooping Buddy Murphy's motherfucking ass, okay? Now, with this whole Seth Rollins shit that's going on right now, okay, it's cool. It's cool. I kind of like where you're going with this whole serious dark mode X type, you know, heel of a jackass. You know, I didn't do it. You made me become the Monday Night Messiah. I, I get it. I get it. You know, you're kind of taking puns away from from Triple H, you know, when he was becoming the uh, Kings, you know, and the reason why he was, you know, being so volatile with the sledgehammer and all that other shit, you know, it's all about the game. Uh, so now you're going to be the Monday Night Messiah. I get it. Now, my only thing about this is where the fuck are they going to take this? Okay. After all this, is this now the new feud? Now, now, now you're going to have rivals within the people that helped Rey Mysterio before you took him out of the WWE. So now you have rivals with Alistair Black and Umberto, or is it just Alistair Black until you know whatever, and then whoever else you decide to pick a, a fight with, then that's that. So. I hope they don't pull the trigger on this. Uh, I will say this, though, and, and I know people have not been feeling it because the whole quarantine. Shout out to the uh, the, the the trainees, the the uh, the people that 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 go there to train at the performance center. That are in the fan, that are our fans, that act like fans. Big shout out because if y'all pay attention, right, during this whole fucking segment of 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 uh, Seth Rollins, there were a few individuals that were literally, when I mean heckling the shit out of fucking Seth Rollins, I was dying. Okay. That's why I give this match a three and a half, okay? When he was like, oh, you know, I didn't want to do this. And then the person in the background is, you chose to do it, stupid. (laughs) That right there is fucking classic, okay? If you don't believe me, go back to your DVR or do your highlights. You're here the heckler, okay? You're here to say the shit that we... As fans would say, if we were there in the midst of crowds of thousands, okay, this is what people don't understand. You want to get to the nitty gritty and see what really fuels wrestlers, okay, when they're doing their promos, is shit like that, 
Okay, when you're talking and someone's telling you that you suck and that you chose to do this because you wanted to be an asshole and they're trying to stay with their character and then you can see them trying not to break it, that's fucking brilliant. That is called acting. Okay? Three and a half stars for a great performance. A plus for the promos. A plus plus for, for Alistair Black's ass whipping on Buddy Murphy. Because Buddy Murphy got tossed like a sack of potatoes. Okay? Okay. He really did get fucked up. Okay. Well, Karu and Wise, nice of you to join us late as is. Okay, Karu. So now, Karu, okay, this is our hundred episode. This is your, I mean, uh, this is your swan song for the season. So do your little monologue, okay. and Will's gonna do his monologue afterwards, and then we're gonna just jump into it, which we already have. First of all, good evening, fellas. Fuck you, Uncle Fats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You motherfucker, fuck you. Damn. <laughs> no love, bro. I don't man. get no I still don't see no bet going on in the group chat, man. So I don't know what the hell's going on with that bet that you know that you had on the side. Hold on, the bet was already the bet was already made. I didn't know we had a Yes, I'm the notifier, damn it. I told y'all that. I'm the notary. I gotta sign off on this. Okay, so uh, all right, so we'll notify it after we'll notify it after the okay. show. But, Karu, I miss you, too, you stupid motherfucker. Go ahead, Karu. <laughs> Go ahead, Karu. Nah, I just want, you know, I ain't got really nothing much to say. Um, But, no serious note, though. 100 episodes, man. This has been special. This has been wonderful. I'm going to miss you, motherfucker. I'm going to miss you guys. Oh. Jesus, he's a cookie. Jesus, he didn't make it sound like enthusiastic at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wise one. I just want to thank Anchor and the fans for making this all possible because without the fans and Anchor. We can't even hear you, bro. Can Can you hear me? We can hear you now. I want to thank Anchor and the fans for giving us a platform and allowing us to talk about the shit we talk about. I want to thank the wrestlers who put their bodies on the line. Also, another reason we have something to talk about, they they give us great matches. They put their all into it. I want to thank Chris Lynch, also of our bosses, Mr. Hulk Hogan himself, for allowing me to put my two cents to what he deems the best podcast ever, because it is the best podcast so thank you guys. You know, sir, you was fading in and out, but we appreciate that. So, Karu, in your damn absence, uh, this is the fallout for the Stream Rules of Horror Show. I know that you was talking about this system. The same way I'm going to tell you, the same way how I told Dukes. You better listen to that last episode that I recorded yesterday, and you're going to hear exactly some shit that you might not want to hear, but you're going to hear it eventually. So, you two need to go, you two, do, you two definitely need to go, and, I mean, you two need to go and listen to that. So, so do you, Fats. You got to listen to that one, too. So, if you talk to- about anything dying, I'm not doing it, bro. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> 
<laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> so, Karu, so Karu Wise, uh, this is Monday Night Raw. So, as I, so as I opened it, Seth Rollins and Murphy cuts a little promo in the ring. Out, the outside bladder comes out trying to stop this shit. And then eventually, it leads up to a match. Seth Rollins versus Alistair Black. Seth Rollins eventually wins, but after you think that it's over, it's not. And, and he basically just got sex out of Murphy's hand and arm to the point where he cursed off him and crushes his hand. The best in the business, man, at being healed. No better than that. So, Karu, you got the floor. So I just want to say Seth Rollins is best at being a heel. I've always said that. I always believe it. I think he's more comfortable in that role. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to what's next for Seth Rollins and in the terms of what's going to be his new rivalry. Um, I'm even open to Seth Rollins with Drew McIntyre. Let's get that, let's get that ball rolling. But it's after Randy Orton. And uh, Drew McIntyre. You have to fix that toe, okay? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. That was the end of your. I don't know. That was the end of your little intake. But yeah, yeah, uh, that was. If it wa- yeah. Okay. Please clarify that. Uh, Dukes, you have the floor, buddy. All right. Wait, 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 Dukes. First off, how's your headache? <laughs> uh, I'm fucking big slow. Sure. Hey, I need to go to Oh, let's not do that here. Let's not do that here, folks. This is it's two pets going on. I kind of want to see this thing really unfold. Dudes, go. Like I'll do like this. When the whole I like this stuff all the time. Not kind of right right now. That's dealing with Alistair Black. I like that he's on TV. Like what? I like how they happen. But if you see a true one of all, where's Carrillo? Where's Alberto Carrillo? Where's Kevin Owens? Where's Where's Dominic? As a matter of fact, where's even Austin Theory? I was running the same thing. Hey, he you know Austin Theory. You know Austin Theory. He's still in trouble for that um mm-hmm. that sexual allegation shit. Oh, yep. that's right. That's right. That's yep. right. Oh, I forgot I, about that. Don't be sleeping over there. Forgot about that. But but just from now alone, it's like you have you have eyes of black, but no help. So basically, we are still see those two on one, two on one attacks until someone gives Alistair Black some help. Now, who will be? Will it be Carrillo? Will it be Kevin Owens? We don't know yet. But will it be Alistair Dominic? Will it, oh, will it even be Dominic? Because they might keep him off just because of Rey Mysterio. Just to make sure that just because Rey Mysterio's match with Seth Rollins on that terrible. Pay per view. Yes, WWE. I'm back. The villain. 
Wait, hold on a second. For the villain, real quick, I, I got to pause you real quick. I got to say peace out to Wise. I know he just came on to do the monologue with us and give his star point of the 100 episode before we um, close this thing up for Saturday season finale. So, um, yeah. So, Wise won our, our public releases guy um, and all that good stuff, man. Thank you for joining us real quick, man. We'll see you on the flip side. I'll see you behind the scenes. Word, bro. Go ahead, I mean, go ahead, Deuce, before you before I really interrupt you. No, nah, it's cool. But um, for everything that I've seen from Seth Rollins so far, he's one of the best heels that WWE has so far right now. So, so right now, of all of this whole wrestling, it's more he's probably top top five. But we, that's a different. Topic on that, but for right now, um, this whole entire match, I'm giving it a three. Pretty good so far. Pretty good start for um, Monday Night Raw and, and for the Monday Night uh, Messiah. Well, I'm gonna hit you with something complete that that just might make you smile, me smile, maybe Carew smile. We get the recap of the MVP last year and crew situation that happened at the horror show. So apparently, uh, we wish. Apollo Cruz's speed recovery as he's being self-quarantined with the COVID-19 um, situation right now. So we wish him for a speedy recovery. Hopefully that he comes back. So hence the whole why at the horror show we see that we seen that I get my tire on that. <laughs> so basically, yeah, this is all my aim for WWE. Fuck you, WWE, for not Ooh. allowing the people that to actually say that they got the word. Fucking kidding me. That's a piece of shit move, man. And then you even got Ric Flair still coming in the shows, still coming to tapings while his wife got the shit. I mean, uh, why his wife um, got the same shit too? Fucking despicable. That shit was and so then you stupid. put in him, and then you put in him at rest. Fuck out of here. Mm. Like crazy as fuck. But then again, we go, uh, we go behind um, backstage. MVP and Bobby Lashley, they talking with um, Ron Simmons. Damn, he's back. For a little short, for a little short moment, yeah. As Simmons just reminds them of something that they was talking about earlier. MVP squash our truth. He's holding a frying pan. Oh my God! And calls him over to invite him to come out to the ring. Truth denies the request. Remembers the full Nelson from last time for Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley reiterates again with the ref next to him. True tries to run, but eventually he gets super kicked by who? Shelton Benjamin, and then he and then he and then he gets and then he gets the pinfall one two three. Now he's the new twenty four seven champion. Now MVP reiterates and asks a question to Shelton Benjamin, and he accepts to come out to the ring with them. Goes into that commercial break. Yes, 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 yes. Finally, oh my God! Just thank God, Jesus Christ. Whoo! I don't know how much I can last see our truth with that belt, but it's just not funny to me anymore. It's really not. I don't, I know it made I know it made fast laugh, but it just not make me laugh and it's been killing me inside. Yeah. In a big, big way. Come back from that commercial way, we come back to the arena. Then we got this the hurt business. Now is what they call themselves. MVP Bobby Lashley, something Benjamin. Come out looking like straight up men with belts. The, the, you know, same with standpoints. You see that shiny ass United States Championship belt. 
MVP custom promo. Uh, suddenly won last night, and thank Bobby Lashley for that. The whole full Nelson from weeks ago, a month ago, apparently, and decides that Paulo Cruz decided to stay home instead of coming to face him. So whether he's scared or he's hurt, that's why he's not here. So he dubs him. So he so he wants him to admit that this was a forfeit, and decides to stay home. But then he ain't, and then he aims for Ricochet. And um, Cedric Alexander, as he was, well, technically, probably celebrates with his win with Champagne. Then we get Apollo Cruz's boys, Rico, Ricochet, and Cedric Alexander come out and standing up for themselves and breaks down that they will be champs again and the whole dumber dumber uh, reaction. Uh, MVP refers to them as kids. Ha <laughs> ha! I laughed at that one. Compared to Bobby, La- I mean, compared to Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin, and get and wants to give you know, and gives them a chance, but they don't have a third guy, so they want to get two one two. But apparently, they have a third guy, and no, it's not Apollo Cruz making his return. Guess who it is? It's, it's the big Mustafa Ali. <laughs> Mustafa Ali finally returns to the television scene. So now it's a so now it's a three on three. Ali the super case Bobby Lashley who you know, who's trying to take him out and we see Ricochet Alice Black spring into the ring to claim it. Uh, goes to that commercial rate. Coming back from that, we get the second match: Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, and Ricochet versus the Hurt Business. MVP Bobby Lashley is Shelton Benjamin. Fourteen minutes of this. And my guy, I could not. And my guy, I did not even touch my phone. This is Marvel. And to see Mustafa Ali coming out and really getting the W, the W for the team, hitting the four fifty splash. Mm-mm-mm. Brilliant, brilliant, Four, brilliant. Fourteen minutes. This was a five star television match. Five flames, match wise. Only because of the entertainment, the wrestling aspect, folks. And then look at this scene. We have majority of African American, or 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 or, or this or many or more than one ethnicity in this, you know, is in this match. And it didn't make Shelton Benjamin look weak. It didn't make it made Bobby Lashley look dominant, of course. And MVP still stood out on his own. But the key question was, how was Mustafa Ali? Because the last time that we seen him was a long-ass time ago that we even thought he was the hacker. I guess WWE just abandoned this whole hacker shit. As I said in the park, I mean, as I said, oh, I mean, as I said on the horror show episode. Um, so abandon all hope, folks. <laughs> when you walk into this bitch, but I'm happy for Mustafa. Finally, we just get it Alexander as he gets a win. <laughs> The hurt business actually looks strong and solid. Word, like I've been saying. Go ahead. So let's hope and pray that they're really gonna pull the trigger on this, and either they get a tag team, or if sources do confirm this, that they're gonna try to incorporate Ross Simmons and be the ringleader in this. Man, listen. No. Hey, listen, man. It's not your turn. Shut up. You'll have your chance to talk. Don't uh-uh, don't go there. <laughs> so when it comes to this, this was great. This was great for all six of these. Men. That's all I gotta say about that. Facts go. Okay, so 
Uh, let's see, where do I start? Okay, so wait, wait, hold on. A team! I did it wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna give wait, wait, I did it wrong. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you one more chance. A team! Right? <laughs> <laughs> for a so, hundred episodes only, that's the only reason why I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so for this, I give it a fucking ten. I give this shit a ten. Now, there you go. That one, man. Here's, here's, here's what I have. Okay. See, Ron Simmons talked to MVP and Bobby Lashley. Just gave me chills. And goosebumps because I've been saying it for the longest. It's a new nation of domination that's forming. Okay, the they are about to literally. Uh, it's, it's it's bound to happen, you know, and and that's all that matters. Uh, I said Shelton Benjamin was going to be a part of it. Now look at it. So now the pieces are starting to come together slowly but surely. And that's cool. I like the fact that Mustafa Ali is back. Big shout out to to, to Big Slow for for claiming that because he's been talking about that uh, as well for a while. Uh, I I like this whole match—twelve minutes of just straight strength and agility, and like underdog versus big dog, David versus Goliath, Mustafa Ali with the four fifty splash. And Shelton Benjamin for the athleticism. Oh man, who you telling? Oh, and shout out to Mustafa Ali with that out of nowhere missile missile dive between the second ropes and literally knocking the shit out of Bobby Lashley over announcers' tables. I thought that that with and shocked the fuck out of me. So that was a big like, oh okay, they ain't playing no games. Uh but I I will say this. I mean, it was good to see them wrestle the six men. It was good to see them the tall ones. But we all know this is the WWE. We all know that these guys are going to get their uh, their revenge. Um, and the Hurt Business is going to grow more and more. Uh, and I kind of look at it like they're, the way they're going to do it is those that they want, they're going to really hurt. And I think I think Apollo Crew will be the last person to join um, after going through all the the pain, the suffering, and the injuries. I think he'll be the last one because he done took all the punishment and shit that he could. Uh, but I can't wait! I can't wait to see how this thing unfolds. I really can't. I give the match itself. This is another one. I give a three and a half. Um, but as far as the plot-wise, the people that are involved, I'm giving this shit a four. So that's where I'm at with this. This is uh, this is really a uh, uh, this is going to be really fun to see. Hopefully WWE keeps this momentum and keeps this going um, because it'll be something beautiful. It'll be something beautiful. Hi, Karu. Miss you. <laughs> Karumi got the floor. So I'm 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 gonna be the opposite. Right? Now I'm not gonna jump up and down like I'm in church because WWE is finally putting black 
sports entertainers on the main scene. I'm gonna hold my I'm gonna hold that because I, I don't want it to be like we see something that WWE is finally doing and then nine times out of ten what they usually do is get us up and just bring us right back down. So I'm gonna hold off on that. And it was nice seeing Ron Simmons. I'm if this is gonna happen, I'm happy that MVP is United States champion. I don't know if that's going to remain when Apollo Crews return, um, but I've always been an MVP fan, and I always thought that he should have been uh, WWE champion during his run, but I understood, you know, the powers to be didn't feel that way. Um, otherwise than that, I'm happy Mustafa Ali is back. I guess we're just going to forget about the stupid hacker bullshit, and we're just going to just move forward and have Ricochet, Apollo Crews, I mean... Mustafa Ali and Big Swole's husband. I forgot his name now. Alexander. <laughs> Cedric Alexander. I'm still stuck on that, by the way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they nice team win. Let's see what happens in the future with this Hurt business. I'm not going to jump on a bandwagon as of yet. So, overall, I give that match a two, two and a half. Damn. Dukes, you got the floor. Um, I'm giving this I'm giving this a five star fog splash. <laughs> so this is new. This is a so this is a new one. A five star yeah. fog splash. <laughs> yep. It has to be. Because you take a look at it. This is the last time we actually get to see Sean Benjamin. The last time we saw Sean Benjamin was we was going after Apollo Crews. And that was a while ago. Just to bring him back. And on top of that, bringing Ron Simmons. And I and I like to commend um Uncle Fest, because he was talking about this I did as well as I did. About having a, about having a black, a new nation of domination, but just in a different format. And now you're getting it with MVP, Lashley, and Shelton. I think that might be. I think they might need. It might need one more person to go along with it, and because that's. That's already a veteran core. Now, just to give, now the reason why I'm giving this even more is just because when the last time we see the all black wrestling match, like more, like not tag team, but there's more than just like six people in a ring. You'll, you'll barely get that. And you got six minority. Wrestling in one ring feels good for for the warmness to my heart. It almost will make me want to say thank you WWE. But I don't know how long this shit will last. But for right now, thank you MVP for, let, for letting us see the brilliant the brilliantness of. It might just be more of the veterans versus the rookies. Uh, this whole time, that's what I'm most likely see so far. 
All right. Cuss the backstage. We get Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Damn, oh. man. Recalls his legend, his legend killer past, his friendships, his satisfaction with himself that he ended Edge. He ended Edge's career and that he ruined Chris's chance of a comeback tonight. He's going to punt you, Big Show, in the head to end him. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, you got a hell of a shit of an unsafe match ahead of you. Oh my god, that's an A plus. I laughed at this, especially especially at the very end. But nonetheless, Randy Orton is the best overall heel wrestler in the world right now. Period. He's in the ring, slither. Okay, fine, somewhat. But in this case, he's one of those top ones in that company right now. Better than gender. He's not better than gender. (laughs) Damn. He ain't better than the freaking. um, Damn. Damn this! Damn, oh. damn, this motherfucker! That's the greatest of all time. I mean, no comeback, no comeback, no witty punchlines. That sucks. <laughs> well, come, all right, custom backstage. Ron Simmons then talks with the Viking Raiders. Oh, what was happening there? It was Ron Simmons is talking and talking to everyone, but we we know what the hell that was really about. They would get a video uh, package of of Dukes's. Big show, big show's journey, and accolades and accomplishments. Man, this guy ain't accomplished shit. <laughs> 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 Yo, uh, oh my god. Yo, Kuro, are you mad because because I I got more titles than you have? How much more than you have? I did. Oh shit! That you had all the titles that the big show won. Those reigns was sh- was shorter than Jinder's Nicole World Championship. Put some respect on his motherfucking. But here's the thing. Mm. Here's how I say say. Yeah, you can probably sit there and say that I have a shorter reign, but at least I can go after the main head. Have you ever waited against Brock Lesnar? Have you ever waited against yeah. Undertaker? I never got the chance to, and I'm sure, and I'm sure he will beat the Undertaker. He will beat Brock Lesnar. What? He beat anybody? Oh my god! Yo, fast! Why ain't you stopping this? Nah, listen. I'm letting him talk. I'm letting him talk. I'm letting him talk. Because <laughs> yeah. that's not that like yo. Get him all the last, the last bit of hope before he shuts him down. But I want to say is this: uh, before you could come at me. For being the big show, come out at everything I've accomplished. I would have been better than you had. First of all, I had better title rings than you had. The title? <laughs> <laughs> yo. 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 I, yo, Karu, are you really delusional right now? Are you serious? Have you been smoking some LSD? Shit, you were asking yeah. us that question, what, a few episodes ago? That's Uncle Fat. Believe that to that nigga to do that LSD. I think they Oh my God! Listen, oh, listen. You can, on, okay, okay. You know what? I tried to be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm going to say this once and for all. All right, all right. So, 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 big slow. You can sit back and relax because I got this. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Now, okay so, first of all, first of all, oh, fuck, 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 f
point blank period. Jinder Mahal, even his fucking, even his turban doesn't have as much accolades as Big Show has in his Bigfoot. Okay? Let's establish that. Regardless of whether the title range was short and long, Jinder Mahal's career will never even amount to Big Show's wayside. There's no comparison. It doesn't even matter. Most big men don't even last that long the way that the Big Show has. Jinder Mahal was just a wipe of an ass that was just used to put help put Muslims on the map. Okay? <laughs> big Show Big Show made a way for large guys to be accepted outside of Andre the Giant. Your man is like a blimp. He's like a dog on, on, on the back of a horse ass that's being fucked royally in a glory host that's being recorded on a GoPro camera, okay? That's Jinder Mahal's career. It's like, wherever you find it, oh, oh. It's like, all right, yeah, I don't remember you for shit. Okay? Oh, I'm sorry, he had one title. He had one title and what? You forget he was United career? States champion? You forget he was United States champion, bitch? For how long? For how long? <laughs> for how long? For how long? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Big Show was an Andre the Giant winner. He was a United. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a WWE uh, undisputed champion. He be a, he he be a Brock Lesnar, a young Brock Lesnar, by the way. He was he was ECW world champion and world heavyweight champion and Intercontinental champion and United States champion. He had both belts and tag team championships and hardcore championships while battling his weight and some more shit. Oh, your man Jinder did. Was he came into the WWE looking like Karu. He left, came back, came back, stalked his shit like he didn't got his shit puffed up with some venom. Okay. And then now he's the modern day Maharuni macaroni with no fucking sauce or extra cheese. And you worried about a punk ass United States championship and one world wrestling championship title reign compared to someone who's, who's held multiple titles in different decades, you stupid. Fuck. <laughs> and then you want to sit here and say that gender is way better than fucking Big Show? Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me, bro? Give me gender over Big Show two to one every day. I know we're in quarantine. Hold on. I know we're in quarantine because that LSD over there in New York got you straight. Make this your final point and we gotta move on. Make this your final point and we gotta move on. This is my final point. Big show, thumbs up, Jinder Mahal, fuck you, okay? Don't mention that motherfucker's name ever again. He is banned from this fucking podcast. There is nothing unless, unless WWE decides to grace Drew McIntyre with a 3MB uh, uh, reunion. I don't want to two MB. I don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear <laughs> about no fucking Jinder Mahal. I won that bet. Okay, that bet is canceled. Just like his career, your career of speaking about the modern day Haruji is over. It's done. Finito fiend. Karun, my God. You can kiss my ass. Make your final point and call it a day, man. We got to move on. I want to make something quick, too. I got to say this. For for Karu, I understand that you think the Mahal is better than Big Show. 
But uh, I, I got to tell you this. At least I'm not running like a job or trying to go out to the 24-7 title. Mm. <sighs> That's a lot of jargon. <laughs> Moving on. Karoo, <laughs> uh, uh, you got anything last to say, and then that's it. We got to move forward. No, I ain't got time for this bigotry. <laughs> 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 okay. <sighs> I got to kiss my breath for a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, let me come back to the arena. Listen, man. I mean, history don't lie, but apparently someone just got knocked the fuck out and been unconscious for 15 years. Uh, Samoa Joe then comes into play back in the arena. Samoa Joe interviews Christian by satellite for questions about Ric Flair, Radio Orton, and concerns for Big Show. Damn. And concerns for Edge that, you know what I'm saying? But for him, Christian himself, he didn't feel good. Not at all. Especially after that punch to the head. Yo, for real, crew, just pick Christian, man. Just just let your name all go. <laughs> I, I mean, listen. Uh, all right, fine. But not good at all, but he can't wait for Big Show to knock his ass out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Big Show, you're the star tonight. <laughs> Damn, man. Okay. Damn. He's the star and not Jinder Mahal. That kind of sucks, bro. <laughs> For real, that's his legacy too. Custom backstage, we get Bianca Belair being interviewed, right? And uh, she gives us, she gives ourselves the fastest rising superstar on the roster award. Well, basically, she's she's on the rise, and then we see Peyton Royce, one of your iconics. <laughs> oh my god. Well, the other one wasn't there either. Billy Kay wasn't there tonight. Um, so. Peyton Royce interrupts her interview just to say some words. Then Ruby Riot comes out of nowhere, gives her a little input. Where's Billy Kay at? We don't know, but apparently she's out doing her own business. So, ha, what the hell does that matter to y'all? And so, basically, the bully gives bully today, folks. Ha, <laughs> ha. And you want to know what? Peyton Royce is talking her little rumor, remark smack and shit like that, but Bianca shuts that shit down. What I mean, shut it down? I got to do this, folks. Shut it down. Just like that, some true black shit, okay? Mm-hmm. Send the fucking foundation that, yo, she's not the one to play with. I will shut your ass down, bitch. How about mm-hmm. that? Let's uh, fucking get it. Bianca takes charge too. to Ruby before this thing get out of hand. Goes into commercial break. Woo-hoo-hoo! Yes! Come on, WWE. You got something hot on your hands when it comes to this girl. Do not fuck this up. Mm-hmm. Please don't fuck this up. My God. Don't fuck up her mm-hmm. or Shayna. Do not have them face each other this early. Save that shit for way down the line. Don't give in to this TV bullshit just for the fucking reigns. Defeat the whole fucking person when it comes to that. Tease this thing for later the fuck on. That's all you fucking need to do. All y'all want to be doing is jumping the fucking conclusions and jumping shit on TV just because it might get us this, it might get us that. Screams the whole karaoke show that happened on SmackDown um a, uh, a couple weeks ago. Tragic. Thank you. <laughs> so nonetheless, take your time with this. Heed my words. Take your time with her. She is the fastest rising, but at the same time, don't get don't get her up too fast because then again, when Charlotte does come back and all of this shit comes into play, she's gonna get squashed. We do not want to fucking see that. No, fucks no. Moving, uh, moving on forward. The third match of the night. Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot. Within three or four minutes, 
Ruby Riot gets the gets the win for the very first time in a long period of time. She she breaks her she breaks her streak. She breaks her losing streak with a root I mean, with a riot kick to the face of your beloved Peyton Royce. Right now? Three or four minutes, two stars. She finally wins. <laughs> that's it. Um Yeah, yeah, that's it. Go, Paul, I'm done. <laughs> That's all I say. Okay, so as far as um, Bianca Belair, first of all, my sister, you are so dope as shit. Um, I think you're fucking beautiful and beyond. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of red, but that red lipstick on your lips, oh my fucking goodness, you're dope as shit. Now, to get in with the promo, I like the promo. I like the fact that she brought that whole sassy hood rat. Ratchet, head popping, knacking, pop, bubble cum, like you talking shit, bitch, your ass, bitch, you know, all that other shit. I like that. I like the whole persona and the whole shit of how she's doing her thing. Now, as far as the uh, iconic is concerned, um, you know, kudos. I like the fact that she's sticking up for her friend in the group and that, you know, she's not afraid to fight. She. I actually like her than Billy Kay, to be honest with you. Um, to me, she's the better looking one out of the tag team, um, even though they both look like two ostriches. Um, I, um, as far as the match is concerned, I'm going to give the match a two and a half. I'm not feeling Ruby Riot with this whole green little midget thing of a character. Like, it's just too much. Like, she has that toucan Sam nose, but then you have, like, this incredible Hulk, like, mini miniature action figure feel. I'm not feeling it. Like, there's nothing riotous about you. Um, You're just a, a green ruby who's just trying to find her, her shine, and I get it. So uh, that's the riot that I get from that. Other than that, uh, I think you suck. Um but it was good to see that the fact that you got a, a, a win, uh, which is cool. But, you know, yeah, I give the match a two and a half, if that. Karu, go ahead. <laughs> I, I get that match two shits in the Royal Flush, man. What the fuck, really? <laughs> Ruby White over fucking Peyton Royce. Man, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit, man. We all know Peyton Royce is the better wrestler, and she got the nerve to fucking lose, and Ruby White hasn't won in years. Man, WWE, wow. man, y'all dropped the ball on this one, man. I, they dropped the ball on this one. This shit. When the 50 50 booking <laughs> on that one. This segment weeks of fucking total shitness. That's what this segment. That's what the match. Somebody need to burn this baby. Someone's pissed off. (laughs) He's having a bad day today. (laughs) I can't wait to my iconic return. Billy, she was missed, but it's all right. Next week, a new week. (laughs) So, what happened? She was getting a boob job, right? Mm. She had a facelift. I think she's getting. I mean, I think I think she's getting some some fat put into her ass. Uh, she ain't got shit, man. She's like an ironing board with a long beak. Let's <laughs> say that for That's what you call a hooking ladder. She's a hooking ladder. You know what I'm saying? Okay, 
Enough of that. <laughs> Dukes go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, all right, you know what? Since since we dealing with Caruth, um, one of his iconics. First of all, iconics. Yo, since one of it's only one iconic. Since uh, Payne took the L, I will give this a five star flash. <laughs> Mm. Son of a bitch. Because you give a five star frog swash for two matches? Damn. Mm. Because oh, at least Pay look, Willie Wright is really good. It's just that her injury things up. And that's why her getting the L's was not to know that you you gain the L from both iconics. Billy K and Pay Royce. I know it's so good just to know that you actually that she actually won against the one that she can that she can really can be. And it was uh, so from now along, I five five four flash. You ain't shit, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was heartfelt. That was heartfelt. Oh my god! I felt, I felt that in my soul. Wait, wait, Alright, cool. I'll play like this. Until one of your members actually can win a match in a singles competition later on, just say something. Because right now, now the women's match is getting a little bit better from the return of Bianca Belli and Shayna Baszler. I don't even think y'all can actually win a match. First of all, uh, Peyton Royce or Billy Kay can definitely beat Shayna Baszler one-on-one. You're fucking stupid. You want you want to put this one? I'll, I'll put a pound this one. I mean that match ain't gonna happen, so well, no need to bet. Hey, whoa! Oh. I mean you. I mean you already got two bets with one person, man. You might as well just keep going, man. You might be losing nah. some money this season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put like this: if you sit here and think that one of our cars can beat Shayna Baszler, I'll put money down. <laughs> 20 bucks. 20 bucks. That's it. 20 bucks. I bet 20. Let's go. If that match not, happens, which is not going to happen. Which more likely it could because it as could. of right now, Shayna Baszler from the way that it booked the wise, it's not going to be sitting in the background for way too long. She's going to go the fuck out there. So eventually, someone's going to be some crash to you. Know, someone's going to be some crash test dummies. Your girl mm-hmm. could be one of them. And who's the number so, one? I'll point this for a jumper. I'm sorry to cut you off, shit, but for a jumper for a female, who is it? Iconics? So basically, <laughs> I said a baser. You already know it's going. <laughs> That's fucked up, bro. Oh my god! See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have gone that far. I would have just, you know, I would have just put everybody in that bracket. But you know, moving on, you know, moving on, moving on, moving on from there. Oh my god! Today, bro. Yeah, yeah. for real. Oh my god! Custom backstage. Stop! <laughs> Stop! All right, custom backstage. We get Angel Garza, Andrade, Selena Vega. They're talking it out until they run into Charlie. Her little fine ass. And she asks mm-hmm. about their partnership in uh, the Street Profits. Selena calls her Chucky. 
the fuck? Yo, Karuba, you better check your bitch over there. <laughs> and fucking call her. Coming out her mouth. Coming out her mouth sideways, bro. And basically, she speaks for them. Playtime is over. Street Profits are hiding. Maybe they'll win by count out. They'll draw their asses in his broken English. We will be tight. We're all tag team champions. Angel Garza in the middle of his damn speech. And all of a sudden, the Street Profits come out of nowhere. They do a running attack him. And attack and ambush their asses. Yeah, y'all want the smoke? Y'all got the smoke. What up? Real old school move. We haven't seen that shit since the Attitude Era. Mm. B plus. They give me an old school feel. Yeah, let's go. Y'all want to bring the smoke? That's exactly how all of us should be doing it behind the scenes. Like, yo, like, yo, you really want the smoke? Yo, we right now. Let's go on site. Kick his ass. Kick his ass, Seabass. Come back for that commercial break. We get the fourth match: Street Profits finally making the TV return versus Andrade and Angel Garza of the Mexico's 2.0. <laughs> it was fast paced, but with a seven minute slow. We get Montez Ford hitting the highest frog splash, twisted midair, beautiful, and stick it, stick it to Andrade, boom for the victory with seven minutes, three point five, mm-hmm. all because of the fucking finish. Mm-hmm. Montez Ford, you have the time of your life. You're married to Bianca Belair, and you have the time of your life at Tag Team Champions. Oh man. I'm proud. I'm happy for the both of them. And I'm happy that they're still taxi champs. But I kind of really want to see this taxi championship match actually move forward and see, you know, the real in-ring ability to see the real crack start to develop. Ha ha. Nonetheless, that's all I got to say about this. 3.5. Great match. Great job, Martez, for excellent, excellent form of that frog swear. This is probably the reason why that dude is actually giving frog swashes today. <laughs> yep, yep. So, and he fats. Too, so you gotta, you gotta understand that. Yeah, stupid. Fats go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Montez Ford. Let me say, my man. First of all, your wife is bad. No disrespect. But if I see you, I'm gonna fuck you up because I want her. Okay. Now, <laughs> let's, let's, let's let let me just say this. I haven't seen a far a frog splash that. That uh, big that, like perfect since RVD. Right. Uh, like the first couple of years when he came into the WWE after ECW kind of went to shits. Uh, if people you know t- kind of turn your dials back, RVD was the first person to jump uh, and land, uh, turning his body using the Fox Wash on many people. Uh, so to see Montez Ford kind of bring that attitude ever slash aggression back, um, it was a sight. And 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 I'm gonna say this: Black folks, we do got hops. It's proven we can jump off anything. It's in our nature. If you just hone into your skills, sky's the limit. When I saw that, I was like, perfect. That was the most beautiful frog splash I've seen since RVD. Are you kidding me? You, are you thinking about my, Eddie Guerrero, on. you motherfucker? Okay. Yeah, you I really up. wasn't going to say what about Eddie Guerrero. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying that his, his, that Montez Ford's um, 
um, Frog Splash was the best. I'm talking about as far as to jump that high and change in that kind of direction. The last person to do that was RVD. I'm not knocking Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero never really changed directions like that when he did his Frog Splash. It was always direct. But to really bring that that more aerial assault and twist and turn to it, RVD was jumping off of anything and everything and landing it on anybody and everybody how he chooses. That's why I gave the comparison. I was not knocking Eddie Guerrero on the frog splash. Eddie Guerrero is the king of, of, of frog splashes. But last night's frog splash brought me back to RVD's transitional frog splash. If you remember his reign heading into when he won the title, he was jumping on everybody, bro. It didn't matter where the fuck they landed. If they landed within his reach, he was leaving. That's all I'm saying. Now, as far as the match is concerned, I give this match a solid four. Okay? I give this match a four. I like the fact that how the Street Profits are pretty much putting their money where their mouth is as far as letting Andrew Garza and Andrade know that they're no sausages. They're not no pussies. You want the smoke, we're going to give you the smoke first. We're going to give you a taste of your own medicine. We're going to show you why we the champs. And that's that. It doesn't matter what the fuck y'all say or do. This is what it is. The match was very high in intensity. The match was very solid. There was really no no loose ends. Uh, congratulations to Dawkins of being a father. Uh, and it just, you know, I just can't wait to see um, the next match when the belts are actually on the line. Um, you know, shout out to, uh, you know, for, uh, what's her name, uh, Vega for being uh, who she is. And Charlie, my dear, you are such a dope-ass female. I can't wait to see more of you on TV. You were sexy as shit. Just, uh, just shout, shout out, you know, off the talk, you know, world podcast, and, and say hi to Uncle Fats and the rest of the fellas, okay? All right, that's it. <laughs> okay, Karoo. Well, well, fuck you, Karoo. My my statement on the frog splash. So, I'm gonna state what nobody else has stated that, okay, the raw tag team division reeks of shitness. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. No formidable tag team on war that is worthy enough to face the two profit. Now, I can see if the Hurt Business gets that steam and WWE decide to go full ring, then I can see that picture. But I saw something online and I fucking mocked out when I saw it. If Can we have the Undisputed Era be called up to Monday Night Raw? Because I think that right there will give it that boost that we need. And I would definitely, well, hands down, would love to see the Street Profits and go against the Undisputed Era paired up for the whole fucking summer to the fall, winter, whatever. But I'm not doing one to charge a book in. Um, shout out Dolphins again for being a father. I'm happy he's back. Um, overall, this match, uh, I'll give it a three. I'll be nice. I love Montez Ford. Curious to see how, what would, how would he be as a single performer in the WWE. And fuck you too, Uncle Fat, you piece of shit. 
Duke, you got the floor. Duke, you got the floor. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, I'll say is this. Um, I love it. Um, shout out to the Street Profits with actually being the, the longest reigning um taxi champions on Raw. Get a love of home fries. Like, no lie. They are if if y'all already look, Street Profits are the longest training tag team to hold to hold the raw tag team title. Since the Heart Foundation, right? I I don't know. <laughs> like I really I think they like oh uh probably longer than like New Day or something like that. For the raw for the raw side. But All right, Dukes. Hmm. Did he get caught off? Well, maybe that punched his fucking head. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> yeah, cool. Tell him how you really feel, jackass. Damn. Well, damn. I guess that punch in the head really did some damage to his head. Oh, y'all fucked up. True. Yeah, jackass. <laughs> Damn, oh you, man! You must have the yeah, best ever. You done lost all hope for your man's, and you about to lose some money. Shit! You're all the way fucked up. Well, we'll wait till when. Hopefully, he comes back. But um, yeah, to that, girl, you, girl, you, girl, you just need to regroup. Regroup season two. God damn it! <laughs> uh, <laughs> just shit. Um. Then afterwards, we get the recap of the Raw Women's Championship finish. What happened there at the horror show? I wonder who the fuck call was that? Oh, Custer backstage. He gets Selena pissed off at Angel Garza and Andrade. But apparently, now they're officially on the same page. Prove me wrong. Let's see how that shit goes. Um, then we come back to the arena. Bailey and Sasha Banks. Looking mighty fine, by the way. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Well, I make the way to the ring, and basically, I did it. Thank you. All this shit. Crowd obviously disagrees. Uh, Sasha did cut some promo. Uh, basically, the injustice of the match. The green miss. Uh, uh, Oscar being handed the belt. Uh, Bailey borrows the ref shirt and did what was right. And make the count. That finally, that it. she is. And finally, um, Sasha two belts. Yeah. And then Oscar and Kyrie Singh come out to confront them. But of course, Oscar speaking in English and English in Japanese. Obviously, though, in anger and fucking frustration. She wants that child back. Sasha interrupts her. Sasha tries to attempt to fight her. Then we get Stephanie McMahon. On the Titan Tron, and she basically lays down the law that <coughs> next week there'll be a rematch. Damn, it looks like Karu probably jumped ship too. <laughs> um, yeah, lays down the law that next week there'll be a rematch for the Raw Women's Championship, but this time everything will be laid out. There'll be no DQ. We didn't know, you know, no DQs, shit like that. And there's no outside defense, so which means Daily is asked out in this situation. Word. So we are going to see a true one-on-one classic next week. And that's Finally. going to be perfect. That's going to be sweet. 
But after that announcement was over with, the Kabuki Warriors running to the to I mean, to attack the role models as I dubbed them. Go to that commercial break. Coming back from that, we get the fifth match: Bailey versus Kyrie Singh. And this was her swan song of WWE. This is her last match. I sources have confirmed that this was that that was her that was her last TV taping. So she's finished. She's done. New Kyrie Singh of the Insane the Membranes. Yep, she's done. And uh, but obviously back, and then during the midst of the match, because the backstage, we get Shayna Baszler sitting back and watching the match. Charlie, Charlie catches wind and tries to get a quick interview with her on why she's watching this match. That they don't deserve the spotlight. That they don't eat that, and she doesn't even have a match after what the fuck that she's been doing. But as of right now, she's just observing like a prey, I mean, on her prey like a shark. Mm-hmm. And basically, she's just waiting. She's just waiting to strike. That's it. She's mm-hmm. in the cut. She knows what the fuck she's doing. As do mm-hmm. I mean, as as Duke was you know saying before this argument went left field. Um, yeah. So, within a twelve minute match, though. But within this twelve minute match, Kyrie Sane gets the W. Oh my God! She reverses the belly to belly into a roll up. And she wins on her swan song. She wins on her swan song. Never have I seen that before. To anyone of that nature. To get their own swan song match. That they know that they're not resigning. They're leaving. They're going back to Japan. And you and you still win? That's awesome. Kudos. 4 for 25 stars. Because I like the match itself. But I respected the finish. And this was someone really saying goodbye. So we won't see her next week. So we'll That's see what happens with the true that true one on one um the true one on one confrontation. What happens next week? But um story wise, it's filled in a lot of blanks, but I still wonder who the fuck call was this for the finish that we seen at the horror show. I mean it definitely did I definitely did his job, it created controversy. People are still talking about that shit. So it fulfilled its purpose, but how far did it really go to try to get more people watching the product? It's it's more of my question. So I don't know. I don't know. This is still a question mark to me because I, I was kind of puzzled watching this at first, and still I'm still still digesting this thing. So, but the match itself. I was, but the match that I was satisfied with. Kudos, ladies. Kudos, Kyrie. And I tip my hat off to you. We ask you to go back to Japan. Go back to your husband. Live a long, lasting post life after WWE. I wish you the best. That's all I got to say. Fast go. Um, okay, so this whole uh, wrestling match, uh, it was cool. But I wasn't really... The only thing that I was impressed with was just the fact that the announcement between um, the title for next week. Uh, I'm tired of seeing like uh, these matches with interference. With, we all know the potential between these ladies. Um, there was a lot of fuckery uh, for that match. So I'm actually glad that Stephanie came in and actually laid the law down to let it be known what was what. 
Um, and um, if she loses, retains the title, which I think she is, this is where you fold up uh, team champions. Um, I know who was clapping earlier, but I'm that whole shit would take in the whole nine and giving the one, two, three, some bullshit. Even though we all saw the fact that Sasha, uh, you know, it's it's this is what I've been saying a while ago. They're giving the women division the attitude, aggression, era uh, storyline. You know, two belts, two friends, Triple H. Austin, you know, rivalries for a long time, friends or whatever for a longer time, battles, rivalry, history in the making, that type of shit. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping that this turns into something because I really don't want to see it go through another six months of hearing about two strap or do strap. Uh, barely a two strap base. Like, I want to hear some, some woman real life shit about the period not coming, and then, like, you know, you took my man type shit, and then y'all duking it out, and then giving each other DDTs and some more shit. Like, that's what I'm interested in. I don't care about who has the most belts. Like, it really doesn't matter to me. I need something more than just do strap barely. You know, even though they do look good every week, you know what I'm saying? They there's some beautiful eye candy. Bailey could definitely get the smash attempt. She don't want your ass. And Sasha Base and, and, and Sasha Base, you, you just mad because she don't want your fucking, ass. First of all, I'm waiting. Go ahead, I'm waiting for you to fucking shut up so I can speak, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> why? First of all, first of all, why is your bitch ass so aggressive? In the first place, he's you should tight. be glad that you, you should be glad you should be glad that you that you're able to denounce that fuckery of a name called gender. Mahal. Don't disrespect the Mahadeharaja, okay. and I don't want to think, nigga. There's no Mahadeharaja Rooney no more. Fuck charge, okay? Okay. And you and you better be glad. You better be glad. I didn't I didn't have you get rid of the fucking iconic. You can't give it a break. Oh, ain't nothing oh, iconic. Oh. Ain't nothing like iconic about the bag of bitches. Anyways, you stupid degenerate. <laughs> oh, my God. Can I make... Can I... Okay. Before I forget, can, right? Can you... Yeah, go ahead. I'm done. Go ahead. I'm done, fucker. I didn't get to do it yesterday, so let, let me... I want to say that match with Sasha Banks and Oscar was a motherfucking team. <laughs> that shit was trash. Okay? Fucking two belts, Banks. All right? She clearly won the match. She deserved the championship. And here goes Stephanie McMahon's bitch ass want to fucking make a fucking match next week. Fine, cool, whatever. All I'm saying is by next week, we will officially have two belt Banks and Bailey running the whole entire show. That's what it should be, and that's the ratings right there. That's where the money is at. So I'm looking forward to that oh, shit. Oh, shit. I'm looking forward to that shit. And again, 
Banks two for two belts. Banks. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. 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 Matter of fact, this is iconic. Oh God! Yeah, that shit makes you want to throw the fuck up, man. <laughs> fucking trash, Y'all man. crazy. Y'all fucking crazy. trash, bro. That shit was okay, iconic. That shit trash. That shit was not iconic. That shit was atrocious, okay? Who the fuck steals a referee shirt and then steals the belt and that like, bro, she tapped in plain fucking sight. She you tapped. Gotta you got to understand one thing, right? Vince McMahon, it's all about money, right? Of course money, he is. Money, money, right? And whether you fuckheads don't want to admit it or not, the money is Sasha Banks and Bailey. Okay? And it was a Chris, Chris Jericho, the demo god. If you were to pull the ratings for the segment, the segment and matches with Sasha Banks and Bailey, you would see that it would do better than anything that's on Raw and SmackDown other matches. That's where the money's at. Well, Why when you got those... tits and ass, what do you expect, bro? I mean, come on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of horn dogs and pervs in the WWE. That's another Trish Rasson. That's not Trish Rasson leader thing. First yep. of all, Bailey's not even all that attractive, okay? She got a nice little rump shaker. All right, that's about it. But her fucking That's only because of the pants, bro. That's only because of the Thank pants. You. Take that shit off. It looks like a hot dog in, in water, bro. It looks like a fucking Karen haircut. That shit ain't doing nothing for me. But overall, <laughs> I gotta give it that. You're carry haircut. So, otherwise than that, Kyrie Singh, you will be missed. And hopefully, WWE use you as an ambassador once it's over with the coronavirus. I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you you had a title reign before you left. But, I mean, you know, that's WWE for you. So, she'll be missed. And Oscar, you know, Sasha Banks is ready for Oscar. No, she's not. No, she's not, bro. I don't know. 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 But this was a bad way to try to make this thing controversial, but it was controversial, though. It got people talking about it. It got people divided. So it served its purpose. Cousin back says Drew McIntyre's being interviewed. He still feels banged up after the hell smash that he went through against Dolph Ziggler the night before. But he's still well, he's still WWE champion. He's going to address the universe of what's next. Come back from that commercial break. Going to that commercial break. Coming back from that. Um, Drew McIntyre, he comes out. Dolph almost had me. But he just can't get to the finish line. SummerSlam comes, SummerSlam is coming around the corner. And he wants to wear the opponent. Dolph Ziggler comes back out. Ugh. Coming out of the cleans. Then he saw a desperate look on his face. Desperate look in his eye. And he was that close. What's, he's trying to be a bride, but he's always a bridesmaid, folks. More, more of this damn story. <laughs> um, yeah. So, basically, this is all about jealousy, though. But Drew lays it down straight up. No. He's done with this. Dolph, babe, Dolph basically trying to still plead his case. Drew doesn't want to embarrass him, so he decides to leave. Ziggler grabs his shoulder. He headbutts him. Boom, smacks him. It just says no. Walks away. Ziggler's not done. <laughs> you, yo, you son of a bitch. He'll do whatever the fuck it takes. Name is stipulation. 
<laughs> Drew, Drew then changes his mind, eventually accepts. Dolph wants to know right away, but nah, Drew McIntyre, he's he's gonna play his game the same way how he wanna make it late. Nah, you're gonna hear it right before the bell rings. That's it. Both of them words are off to each other before McIntyre walks away. This is a rubber match, except this time the rules have been reversed. <laughs> stipulation wise, what he's gonna hog tie him and just whip his ass. <laughs> I don't know what stipulation that you can really do for this and you know a favor for Drew McIntyre by you know, by himself anyway. So be mine. Then comes the backstage. Dukes is back. But <laughs> but big show, he cuts the promo on Randy Orton and um Randy Orton and Christian and Edge that basically the voices in the Viper's head. But it's um it's just telling him that overlooking his thoughts and his actions brings up the past partnership and friendship that they have. And really one that brings back that legend killer aspect all over again, asks himself, is this the end of the line for the big show? Well, he'll do whatever, anything and everything to make sure Randy won't end his story. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, but eventually the sixth and final match of the night was the unsanctioned match between Big Show Dukes versus Randy Orton. <laughs> During the midst of the match, Angel Garza and Andrade attacks Big Show on the outside so the Viking Rangers come out to make the save to draw them away. Goes to that commercial break. But at the end of this travesty of 11 minutes, the TSR's DDTs and two RKOs, Big Show gets slayed. Sorry, Dukes. Damn, damn, damn. But after the match is over, what happens? <laughs> he gets head punted. And Big Show gets head punted in the face. Boom. Knocked out for the count. I told you. One more legend down. If he hits the famous pose to end the show. Sinister, man. 3.5 shots for the match. But that last part, oh, come on. That's solid gold. <laughs> That's solid go that even Karu got a smile at that one. Come on, I'm throwing you a bone here. <laughs> at least that. So that radio is truly one of the best heels of that fucking company. He don't give a shit. So now, only thing the main trigger is he's going to go out to Ric Flair and put him in the head. And who's going to avenge him? I don't know. I just don't know. But we but we're gonna find out though, man. So overall this whole entire show was mediocre, but there were some hidden gems involved in it so two point seventy five stars. That's all I gotta say about that. Fats go. I'm giving this a a three point two. Uh I'm giving the last match a three uh and a half. Uh just I wanna see who's next. All the legend killers uh list of people. Uh but the overall show, I give the overall show a three and a half. Cool. So I would give that show a five. Um the only the highlight of this show is Banks two belts. And that's the oh, only God. reason why I like the show. Otherwise, not. Fuck the rest. <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh, up the facts too. 
Fuck you too, jackass. Don't get mad because the fact that you're tired of losing, you chump. Oh my god, this is ridiculous, guys. <laughs> yeah, because he's mad because he's losing, bro. That, that's the only reason why he's acting out because he's he's mad that he lost. He can't use gender no more. Okay, and then now you're mad because you're about to lose fifty dollars. So what's next? What 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 else do you want to lose, bro? Whatever, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh huh. Damn, well, that's the end of Monday Night Raw. So, as far as the fancy bookcase segment goes, y'all know the rules are saying that we know the rules. Oh, this will be our last one. Well, 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 actually, it'll be Carew's last one. So, eventually, <laughs> we pick and choose the segment. We uh, we changed it, and um, yeah, pretty much that. And we're going to change it to how we see fit and why. So, eventually... <laughs> I mean, where do I even want to even begin? <laughs> oh, my God. If I had to really pick one that really had to make me say, okay, this really is something else. Damn. I guess that Ruby Riot match. At least, man, longer. Three or four minutes? Kind of slapping the face. Are you giving these ladies? Portland's because the other one looks like, like I said to you before, Ruby Rice should be teaming up with Charcy Blackheart. They could be the new Poison Ivy team, the Green and Black gang. Still, that's just how I felt. Fast, you got anything to say? No, just good show, fellas. Um, can't wait to see what the next season has to offer. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, you know, I uh, saw the fellas that, that couldn't be on the show. We miss you guys. Hey, uh, Mr. Duke, you need to get your Wi-Fi shit fixed. Uh, Mr. Cool, it's always a pleasure, man, but fuck you. You can get mad as much as you want. I really don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? You're just mad because of the fact that I'm winning, and you're losing. So you need to go back to the drawing board. You know what I'm saying? Put your balls in your hand. Hold them, cough, make sure that they're legit. And you got to come at me hard and correct, bro. Stop acting like a fucking pansy because you're mad because you're losing your bet. Stop choosing these shitty-ass wrestlers that ain't doing shit, okay? I know you like being an underdog, but let's keep it real. Pick somebody that's worth the fight. Otherwise, you're going to be losing for the rest of this fucking year. Clown. This motherfucker. You know what? I just want to say one thing. Because when I hear voices in my head, they talk to me. And I just want to say, Uncle Fat, Gay. fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck you <laughs> as a motherfucking staff, motherfucking record label. Damn. <laughs> okay? I love this kind of hateration. I love it. Go ahead. To everyone else at home, thank you, everyone. I'm going to miss you guys. Nice one, man. Nice one. Yeah, let me try. Just dry your eyes. Yeah, I'm not crying right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't cry. You know, Whoa. Wait up. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's your swan song and shit like that. Me and dude, we still gonna be working, man. We got some bookies that we gotta be laid out, man. We got a bunch of independent wrestlers. 
coming on the show this week. So we're gonna be a little busy, you know what I'm saying? So we might have some sneak gems coming in or we or we might harvest those for season two. So based on how I show yeah. that. So um Okay then. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all want to take part of that, I'll let y'all know the details behind the scenes. Oh yeah, so, I'll definitely yeah. be a part. I don't know about Karoo because Karoo seems like he's busy, you know what I'm saying, feeding his face, sucking on Jinder's balls and shit. Hopefully you can get him a job at wine at, at McDonald's. Listen, at least at this juncture, Karoo can take maybe a meditation break. Uh what they um what is um uh, what did he call it? What did he call that little face that he does? Uh a Sean Alexander. No, <laughs> no. Oh well. Anyway, if you're a Muhammad Rasha fan, then you would know what uh, what the hell he did with the whole praying um the whole um, meditation. Oh Shanti, see, you can do that oh, over your little vacation. You want, you want a little rockadushi? You I can do it. that over your little vacation. I will need your ass back to September seventh. So. Once you circle that day on that calendar or Labor Day, that means it's showtime. I got a sweet chin music for y'all, for this motherfucker, Uncle Fat. Well, I'm too tall for you to sweet chin, so you can try, you short bitch. I love so it. Long <laughs> you fucking problem. Okay? <laughs> is this, is this, as long as you understand who Uncle Fat is in your life, you never go wrong, Okay. Oh yeah, safe, but oh, oh yeah, Uncle Fast. Um, since you did miss that meeting, um, you gotta inbox me behind the scenes. Unless Duke already told you the details. You piece of shit. Okay. Um, excuse me. Uh, you can shut the fuck up, Mister. Um, I'm not on time, but on time, jackass. <laughs> okay, you always come two hours late, so you ain't got no room to talk shit, saying. Okay, he does. Stop, stop he does have a point. <laughs> You have you have no room to talk over there eating a three course meal while we're trying to handle business, and then you fall asleep. That's why I didn't fall asleep. What a minute! But wow. at the same time, but at the same time, fast you be having some little difficulty from your end too, so you can't be That's talking right. shit about him either. No, but my name, but my name precedes my fuck ups. I'm Uncle Fat. Everything I do is fucking <laughs> What? This dude's name. You said my name precedes it. <laughs> Yeah, but see, this dude's name, this dude's name is Mr. Carew, a.k.a. Jinder Mahal, the modern-day Maharaji, okay? Usually when you hear something like that, when you think of the Maharaj or the Maharaj Mahal, it's elegance, it's it's prestige. You're more like a can of, you're like eight cans of shark shit mixed with some, with some, with some squid ink and some bullshit paprika. Like, you, you know, your, your seasoning is all fucked up. You might have a good content. But you're just all wrong, bro. Okay, you, you you have you have nothing. Okay, pick a new guy. Okay, actually, you can go for Mustafa Ali. I'll give you that. You know, at least he got the dub. You know, because uh, Ricochet and Sean Alexander couldn't get it done. <laughs> so maybe that could be your turnaround for your success for the for the new season. I'm just trying to help you give options so you can at least get back a couple of dubs that you lost. Because I told you at the beginning when I first heard you. I told you, I, you'll be the first person I'm taking down. And so far, I'm a man of my word. Because that modern-day Maharuji bullshit ain't coming back second season. Okay? That's it. So you can get all your, 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 your Rudy Pooh candy-ass shits out now. But that's it, brother. September 7th or whatever day it is in September. September Done 7th. Done deal, motherfucker. Done deal, fucker. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss this. 
Oh man, thank you to the listeners, thank you to the supporters for getting us here to a hundred episode. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> this was hilarious. This was a last. And um, yeah, man, we just give gratitude when it's due. Thank you to the thank you, thank you to Ronnie and thank you to Ronnie and Matthew Moss Mimosas. So they came on our after dark episode, which we're gonna be premiering that after this as well. So um as far as we are concerned for the 100 episodes. Yeah. So this is Cruz Swanson. So he's done until September 7th. And I guess, Uncle Fast, you're with me and you to the end of the week on Saturday. And we're word to the more. motherfucking word. So yeah, we get your weight up, motherfucker. So which means you won't hear from us again, folks, until, matter of fact, you won't hear from us again until tomorrow? No, tomorrow we actually have a day off for Thursday. once. Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, because I yep. we have a um we have a I, we have two after dark episodes to record that day. We have one with the mayor of Scumbag City, John Teller, coming on the show and saying chat with us. And then later on that night at eight p.m., we're going to be on with Denny Patent Jr., who is a trainer and who is tra- who has trained Joey Janela of AEW. Ooh, maybe that's what you need a trainer. With 18 years experience under his belt, so we're going to get some stories behind this, so we can't wait. And we got more After Dark episodes coming by the leader on this week. We got one on Friday with Chris, with independent wrestler Chris, with Chris Vallow. And then we got one on the 25th with the trio, the Fun House. On Saturday. I'm looking forward to that. So... Yo, it's gonna be a tag team bonanza. You know what? You said a name that 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 speaks volumes for Carew. I got the it. House? I got it. No, bro, your name for the next season? Scumbag. The scumbag? Yeah, scumbag. <laughs> oh no! What's wrong with you? It, scumbag it, Carew. Oh my God, Jesus! Hold on, it'd be the first SCU of Off the Top Rope podcast. <laughs> Yo, I'm done with you. I'm, yo, I'm done with you, guys. <laughs> I'm done with you, guys. Oh, shit. Fuck you, okay. So, at the end of the day, um, that's our latest upcoming episodes before me, you, Shafasa, officially calling the season. Yes! By Saturday, we'll be officially done. So, by Sunday, I'm sleeping all damn day. So, until then, um, yeah, follow us here on Anchor. Follow us on Google Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Radio Public Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And also follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Off the Top Road Podcast. So y'all should know. Use them hashtags, man. Keep, keep us trending. Hashtag Off the Top Ropes. Hashtag Off the Top Road Podcast. Hashtag Support OTTR. Hashtag OTTR. Hashtag Support Local... Support local podcasts, hashtag professional wrestling, and hashtag black owned podcasts. That's my shout out for the day. Boys, y'all do your shout outs get the hell out of here. Uh, just want to shout out Greenleaf, season five, final season. Shout out everyone at being home, being safe. Uh, lastly, it's all love, Uncle Fast, but still fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is your boy Uncle Fast, man, coming in live and direct. HD is always without the H, you know what I'm saying? Hard D. 
You feel me? All right, ladies. Now, thank you for listening. Thank you for the uh, support. All the haters, we, we, we love you haters. Keep coming back. You know what I'm saying? We're going to give you the big fuck you, but it's going to be more out of love because without your motivation and your bullshitting, we wouldn't be here. Shout out to Shiz for the for the uh, inspiration and the and the mastermind behind this and reaching a hundred episodes. And shout out to Anchor for allowing us to use their platform. But also, shout out to, to the people that have been coming on the show, blessing us, man. It's a give word, and take word. when it comes to this, man. So we gotta word. be able to support the independent wrestling because those are the future mm-hmm. of this business. So we yeah. see them grow to where the hell that we are, and they really give us a shout-out, bro. That's going to give us more people. That's the name of the game. This is what we need to do in our wrestling community. So start taking notes, boys. You got to start networking. But, um, yeah, so, Karu, it's all love, man. You know, it ain't nothing but love. I miss it when you're not on the show. You you, you bring flair to the, to, the, to the game, man, when you're here. So it's all love. You know what I'm saying? I know your fuck yous ain't, 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 you know, they're not hard. They're just playful. Uh, and even if they was, I mean, I still hug you because you couldn't do shit about it. Um, so, I mean, in all fairness, you know, it's it's fun to talk with you guys. It's fun to be a part of this team slash family. Can't wait to see what happens come next season. Looking forward to it. Ready to close out the rest of this week on a high note. And uh, to everybody that's listening, without we got a thousand down, we got a million to go. All right, so let's get it. Time to eat, fellas. Time to get that bacon. Okay, man. And um, I made this ruling yesterday, so there's gonna be no more Jerry Springer ending for me. So this is now gonna be Shizzy's quote, um, Shizzy's thought of the day. So when it came to this whole. Jinder Mahal thing. I was so scratching my head at this. But this reminds me of a story back, I mean, back then. Shut up. Stop clapping. Stop fucking clapping. This reminds me of an old-ass toy that I had since I was a kid. And I, never wanted, and I never wanted to let it go. But eventually, you know the phrase, when you do get older and you go into your period and then you know, your thought process change, toys don't really last that long. There's one particular toy that you keep. So for Karu, Jinder Mahal is one of those toys that you just refuse to throw away because it's sentimental value to you. Sometimes the sentimental, some of the sentimental values can lead us to doing some stupid things like selling to a pawn shop for 500 bucks or having it stolen by some crazy-ass girlfriend that hates you because you cheated on her. Wow. But nonetheless, when it comes to these old toys, you ask yourself two questions. Does it really have a fond memory to me? And most importantly, does it have the sentimental value for me to keep it for this long? This is just my thought of the day. So, Karu, I'll see you September 7th, buddy. Go meditate. I'm proud of you, man. Don't fuck this thing up, man. Oh, and as a effect, immediately, when it comes to season two, there will be no more recaps and reviews. I repeat. There'll be no more recaps and reviews. So, which means that whole list that we started earlier in the season, we're going to be tackling that, folks. So, your brains is going to be a lot more hurt, and there's going to be a lot more arguments. So, we switch up the format for season two, man. So, you're going to come back to something brand spanky new. I hope you are ready.
because the first one is going to be a random ass pick. So, gear up, get some rest. September 7th, your ass belongs to me, sir. Have fun. Yeah, Kamu for being a modern day fuck up. You too, Paul. Uh, I'm be- <laughs> Listen, I'm always ready. I'm ready like a fat person at a buffet line, bro. I'm always ready. Sure. Let me don't forget the bacon, bitch. Hey, oh, listen. Hey, there, listen. Hey, listen, boys. Listen. So I just thought about the whole OTTR T-shirt, right? So I'm watching Up, Up, Down, Down on YouTube right now. So they're having this little five. I mean, just having this little like six-way little matchup tournament with um some game, the Power Rangers game, some shit like that, right? And back and right in the back of, right in the back of um what's his face? Not um. Tyler, oh, Tyler Breeze's, uh, Tyler Breeze's share. He has an LRLR shirt and an NWO font in purple. So I know for a fact that we can do our shit and make our shit pop the same way that they did this. So it is undisputed. That's going to be our first official shirt in two colors. And of course, it's going to be the NWO colors. And for season two, which I'm going to be highly surprised when well, y'all going to hear the intro. But nonetheless, y'all heard from me, folks. Our next show would be um would be either the Wednesday night war between AEW and NXT or it would be the after dark episode where we have our special guest, the mayor of Scumbag City, John Teller, joining us for I mean, for that interview. So that's at three PM and who uh, who wants to join for that. Or more likely it'll be done myself. But until then, folks. I mean Shizlansky out, Dukes is out. <laughs> well, deuces. Well, actually, I'm not going to do this announcement right now. This is going to be a part two to this episode because Dukes couldn't jump back into the session. So I'm going to do a separate one with him and just do a quick version. So technically, for him, he can get his fair share in, in, as, in as well. It wouldn't be right if we didn't do that, fam. So yeah, I'm going to go back into it and, and do it again, fam. So until then, folks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until then. Take care of yourself and each other. Right. Welcome back to this part two episode of the Top Row Podcast here with Captain Last Night's Monday Night Raw. Unfortunately, we had to get out to two parts because his connection was messed up, so we had to bring it through that. Especially when this was a hundred episode, it would not be a better way to him getting his input. And you missed a lot of shit with the Keith Carew and um, Fastest Fighting. <laughs> you missed a, a lot. I wasn't you. I, I wasn't used able to come back, but nonetheless. It's just between me and you. We're gonna get right where when it comes to the episode and what's that? I'm just going through it and just tell you everything from the top. What happened? You just give your own opinions. You you basically got the fucking floor. <laughs> you basically got the goddamn floor. No one else is here to interrupt you. <laughs> so give your opinion the whole show itself, and then you basically going to treat it the way that we normally would have treated um the show anyway. So basically, just do it like that. So we start from the top. Monday Night Raw. Opening. And Seth Rollins and Murphy walk out to the ring and cut the promo while the stream rule 
Hostile. rules and aids his frustration towards the fans, Ray Mysterio's family, and Ray himself, as he requested this in the first place. We cannot afford to dwell on the past. Ray Mysterio is out of Nobody left to stand against the greater good till Alistair Black comes out and rebuttals himself that this is on him. He's here to rectify all the problems that he's done. And uh, Murphy, 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 and that brawl outside. Murphy gets his ass where you know, tosses over the uh, announcer table. Alistair Black slips in the ring to try to go after Rollins, and Rollins slips away and try to make his escape. And first match after that commercial break come back during the midst of this, it was you know the first match that started. Seth Rollins versus Alistair. Al, uh, Seth Rollins come and still has Murphy on the side. Twelve minutes. Just uh, the home beat is the dub. One, two, three, three points, five stars. One, two guys. The super kicks. After the match, just as he, just as we thought that it was over, yeah, right. Sephiroth takes his dog on Alistair Black, beats his ass down, drags him outside. Sephiroth starts in his arm, his arm, his arm in his hand, using the um, um, using the um, rope post. And at the very end, we see a camera clutch, a camera clutch from 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 Murphy to um. To Alistair Black, from Murphy to Alistair Black to um, what you call it, to uh, Alistair Black, and then we see the curse start being hit on, Al- on Alistair Black's hand that was laid on top of the announcement top cover, boom, and um, basically he's crushes his hand. Referee eventually comes back out and breaks it up and attends to his knee, attends to his knee. That's basically it. Well, basically, the dissection of this in the darkest, in the darkest sides being conversated when it comes to Seth Rollins. A minus to that. Uh, yeah, this is all you, G. And I gotta just chat with some of uh, outside questions real quick. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll say is that I'm giving this whole type thing. The whole entire segment in A, um, Seth Rollins is kind of right. It wasn't Raymond's, it wasn't his fault. Raymond Stevens did pick the stipulation, he did pick everything for that match. Because I, you know, um, material that's because that be do better than what he's. Doing match, um, or the match itself with Alistair Black. Because of how <clears throat> how it looks, um, Alistair Black is real good on. He's a real great wrestler. It's something that a robbery that should be being put out there, but. I think it'll be more people that are involved. I can see um for Bunch of Carrillo and I see Kevin Owens to join to join the fray. And that be a quick one against the Monday night player. 
Um, from now on, I'm getting this good three. That's the best way to start off um, Raw. And that's why I can say on the great way to start off. Yo, Shiz. All right. Um, fans out there, um, what Sarah says is um, what we need is, is unity with Kazarsa wrestlers. And um, Ray Mysterio, now, he's the W, like, since the project left. And brings Dominic as well. There's always Dominic going to actually be the, the full. Well, his father. And that was tough. Well, Seth Rollins took a sense to turn for the worse than that. But I told you, I ain't even predicted it for weeks. You didn't, you didn't want to believe me. <laughs> and then I told you it was going to happen. And we've seen it happen. Mm-hmm. So I got to say about that real quick. Um, then we get the recap of the MVP, Bobby Lashley, and Apollo Crews' Harvard show. And what went down with Perry. We said earlier that um, Sosa confirmed that he got the COVID-19 um, virus right now. So he's been self-quarantined. So that's why he wasn't there. So cut the backstage. We get MVP and Bobby Lashley talk with Ron Simmons. Damn, that Simmons reminds them of what uh, something that they had to talk about later. MVP swaps our truth, holding a frying pan, calls him over to try to invite him out to the ring. Our truth denies the request, remembers the full Nelson from last time. Bobby reiterates with the referee next to him, but our truth tries to make a run for it. And he gets super kicked. By who? Shut the Benjamin, making his return. One, two, three, there's a new 24-7 champion. Then MVP reiterates his question over Shut the Benjamin to join out to the ring. He agrees. And our truth is laid out. Yes, we go to that commercial break. Shut the Benjamin is back in our truth and gets smacked down again. Talk about the most overpushed person. Yes, that is overpushed. <laughs> um, come back for that arena. MVP Bobby Lashley shut the Benjamin in the ring. MVP Custom Promo downplaying um his victory. Supposedly won the night before and thank Bobby Lashley for that and decide and Apollo Crew decided to stay home. That he can't face the music or he's still hurt. That he aces his frustration towards or Ricochet etc. Alexander. As he wants to probably share him a, pro- a properly celebration with his champagne. And then we get Ricochet. Don't worry, ha ha ha. Every people first them as kids. Give it the Bobby Lashley. These guys, yeah, you know what? Dance. But they have a third guy. But it's not Apollo Crew. It's Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali finally returned back to the roster. And um, we get. Bobby Lashley gets super kicked by Ali, and then we get Ricochet and Central Alexander shrinking to the ring and claim it. But they're all going to do that commercial break. Coming back for that, we get the second match. Mustafa Ali, Central Alexander, 
which is the Hurt Business, after Dove just through stable. MVP Bobby Lashley gets to Benjamin. 14 minutes of this. Mustafa Ali gets the 15. He hitting the 450 splash on MVP. I give it five things because of the match-wise. It had things that we haven't seen in a while, and it gave us some breath. It gives us a fresh air. You look at the people involved in this. It didn't, it didn't make anyone really look weak. So it, it, it played out well, and then we got an entertaining match. And then we gave Mustafa Ali coming back. So, yes, what's going to happen with him? We don't know. We we will know when Apollo Cruz comes back and see what happens then. About that, you you know, you know about all the stuff that I just said. I mean, uh, you saw what I talked about before. Uh, okay. Um. Also, thank you, um, MVP, for allowing us to see, um. To see the greatest that's coming out real soon. Um, Charlton Ross Simmons will actually be in there, even though he didn't say his catchphrase of damn, even though that's a little comedy type of shit. But just to beat up our truth and, and see the return of Sheldon Benjamin to have the 24 7 title, that's great because now it won't really be. Um, it, now can we get that title as not being a joke? All, all the other can that title be taken seriously? And from that, Sean Bush could make that turn seriously. Now for this match and see the, the return of Mustafa Ali. Uh, I'm giving this a five-star frog smash. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the reason why. Um, just because you don't see as many great talents in one ring. And how I see it, I see it as Mashley, MVP, and Kelton Benjamin are the veterans of, of the ring. And you're going against the young bloods like the like the Cedric Alexander's, the Freakishays, the and, and now Mustafa Ali, who can bring you to like, like the youth, the luchador type of style where, where MVP, Lashley, and, and Shelton can bring you the, the, the brawling technician style. So with those two styles clash, it's epic brilliance. And with the storyline of you might see in the Nations of Domination 2.0, I know I've been saying this for a while. I know Uncle Fast has been saying this for a while. This is something that this will be great. And it was. And no one no one didn't look bad at all. And I and I love that. Not one black person can can be mad at that. Hell, Ali gets more more TV time than freaking Jinder Mahal. No, all your crew is here. <laughs> so I come at me. <sighs> <laughs> I 
No, he's officially on vacation right now, so technically he won't be able to you know yeah. do all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 all, all I can say from that point. So far, it was a great match. Great to see the return of Sean Legend. It's great to see the return of Ali. And it's also and bring the segment before that and having Ron Simmons. Great to see him. Now, what are we gonna see our troops doing? Is he gonna join? Is he gonna bring that that goofy side? Gonna shut that goofy side out and just become more serious. Like how these like how those those three are. Or we gonna bring him on that try to be on the the Ricochet um, Cedric Alexander and Ali and be on that be the veteran and be that goofball that we all know that we all sit there seeing him and for us we all say that we hate it but for, for them they probably love it so sorry fans I don't know why but y'all, y'all love it good for y'all my hate our truth shit so I hate that shit with a passion but this is what we gain. Okay. And we go to the backstage. We get Randy Willard because his, his legend killer passed. His friendships, his satisfaction for himself that he ended Edge's career, ruined Christian's come, chance of a comeback. And tonight he plays the punch your head in <laughs> like a fucking football. <laughs> A plus. <laughs> Cuts uh, back. Ron Simmons talks with the Viking Raiders. What the hell was that? They get a video package of the big of you of you the Big Show's journey and accolades and accomplishments before this whole argument went down between you and Kuru <laughs> that went out of control. And cut back to the we get some more Joe interviewing um Christian by satellite about Ric Flair, Randy Orton concerns for you. Big show and edge. But for him, he doesn't feel good not at all. But he can't wait for you, big show, to knock his ass out. <laughs> That's the backstage and Bianca Blair being interviewed and she gets the superstar of the roster. Peyton Royce comes out of nowhere, interrupts her um interview, has some words with her. Ruby Riot then comes in, gets her little saying, Where the hell's Billy Kay? This is what Karu had another argument about. So basically, the bully gets bullied. Um, Peyton then comes out with her little remarks, but Bianca Belair shuts that down, and I have to do this. Shut it down. <laughs> Real black shit. Yes, that flavor, that crispy fried fucking chicken is in that. <laughs> Bianca takes to Ruby as to have a walk away from that. And then... We have her back with his pink right versus Ruby Riot. Ruby Riot wins. Within a matter of three to four minutes, using the right kick. She finally beats the ball. So what's gonna happen now? I gave I gave it to so she finally won. So all right. Um From the whole entire thing of Orton, I'm giving that A plus because 
That's what Ar does. He, he'll give you the best heel work that he can do. And being as the legend killer, that is probably the best heel work that we all know and love. Um, now for the paint, now for the Viking Raiders and Ron Simmons. I, I don't get that at all. Well, I think it's probably one legendary tag team person uh, and Ron Simmons talking to the Viking Raiders. The right person for that should be John should be JBL. Make him have an appearance and make him like wake up the Viking Raiders. Make them make have him piss them off. Like get them pissed to the point where they're back to how it was in NXT. Because within NXT, that's when they was the baddest tag team that can go against anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, now, and and now for Bianca Belair to bring out her blackness, we can tell it's gonna be a black show. And when when she when you know we hit a black a black chick do that clapping and yeah, it's it's on and popping. Um, now for the now for. My guy, the alter ego, one of my alter egos, the big show. You know, multi time champion, almost grand slam person. I think I'm missing a title. Who knows? I think I, I think I am a grand slam champion, you know. But if I miss a title, I miss a title. So what? Who have more? Who have more championships? Did did most of these, some of the Hall of Famers and will be inducted to the Hall of Fame? I don't know about uh, the good old Jinder Mahal. I I know I know Karu is always said that hating on hate on me, but my credentials. <laughs> I. I have longer credentials than he does in years of wrestling. <laughs> I'm trying my hardest to hold this shit in so bad, but I can't. <laughs> and the crazy part is, shit, you know it's true. That's why you're laughing. <laughs> listen. Oh, we- Listen, I got listen, I got the words to say, man. He's on vacation. I can't talk about this. I can't. But, my day, shit, my shit don't start until after Saturday at 8 p.m. <laughs> we both know even even old fast hope is all true. Yeah, I have a longer career that I have a longer career with wind of titles that he does with his whole career. Short reigns or not, I'm still champion. Short reigns or not, I'm still at a Hall of Famer. Short reigns or not, gender will just be another 
will just be another jobber going for a 27 title when he comes back after his um I think he rehabs from making his promo and um and get hurt again. Now for this what is it the match between Ruby Ryan and and Payne um, Royce. Royce five star frog splash because Ruby Wright deserves his victory and now she has gotten it. I don't care and for the fans out there. The reason why I'm coming with this five star frog splash is because of um Carew's, um love for the iconics which Iconically, I don't know why he's in love with Iconics. The worst team that we have so far of all jobbers for, for Divas. And I'm, if I still want to know, is, is this bet finalized? Is the bet mm-hmm. finalized? So that means I'll get my twenty bucks from from Peru. Yeah, you're gonna have to go to the group chat and confront him <laughs> about that because I don't think it was even solidified. <laughs> technically, I think I think I said twenty bucks. You agreed. I didn't hear Peru say okay. That like, all right, and I bet I bet I didn't hear him confirm anything. So you got uh, to bring it. So you got to bring the smoke to him. Uh, I will definitely bring the smoke, like like um, like uh, Street Profits with the bread cup included. Um, now for Mister, now I'm sorry to say, fans, please, please realize the reason why I say Karu is because Karu betted me. If you heard the first episode, he part one, he betted me that. Shayna Baser will get beat by the Iconics. Now, I don't know what he was smoking or drinking. <laughs> this is ridiculous. If that, if that is possible, if whoever's in New York, please, please talk to Karu. Make, make him get off the loony bin. Yeah, um, make him stop, stop him back at reality because that happening. It's, it'll be a cold day in wrestling if that ever happens. If the if the iconics beat Shayna Baszler. Now, uh, for the match, let me go back to the match. Ruby Riot deserves a victory. She's a great wrestler, and from now alone, she gets she gets that. The, one of the best. Well, I won't say best, but it's great to see. Her. Good to see that they they're helping her, but for all not for how long. That's all I can say on that one. Okay. Goes to the backstage, we get Angel Garza, Andrade, Selena Vega talking, talking about some stuff until they get interrupted by Charlie, who wants to get a quick little interview and the partnership in the Street Profits. Selena calls the Chucky. The fuck you better and then I had to get at I had to get Carew. <laughs> Yo, check your woman. <laughs> and she basically speaks for them. Playtime is over. Street profits they're hiding. Maybe they'll win by count out. 
Andrade in his broken English, we will become raw tag team champions. And Angel in the middle of his day get Molly walked to jump by the street private. They brought the smoke to them in the old school ambush. Y'all want the smoke? Come, yo, yo, Selena, come get your mans. This is a real old school move. B plus. Come back for that commercial where we get the fourth match, which was the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Andrade with Selena Vega on the side. Seven minutes. And Montez Ford hits the most beautiful mid-air core twist frog frog splash to hit for the finish on Andrade. One, two, three. He gets the W in seven minutes with that heavily frog splash and beautiful way bella. 3.5 3.5 for the finish. <laughs> Just for the finish, because that was beautiful athleticism right there that we seen right in four eyes. Woo. But that should be someone's be like, okay, I want to be a wrestling fan moment right now. That moment right there, because Eddie Kid to be like, okay, this is it. This is what made me a wrestling fan. Him right there. Go ahead. All right, I must say is this. Um, thank you, Street Profits, um, for for making an epic return. Shout out to um, Angel Darkness for for have, being a father. Shout out to you, Martez Ford, because you have a bad you have a bad one. We don't talk about as much couples in the WWE, but this couple of Martez Ford and Bianca Belair. It's a dangerous team to watch. They have the, they're the most, I think, the most athletic, gifted team in WWE. Hands down. Now, um, yes, yes. Um, and Aldo was says about this match between Angel Garza and Andrade. Because it seems weird to know that you got beat cleanly. And y'all supposed to go out for the tag team titles. So what that tells what that tells me is if they don't keep going after them, if they don't keep going after the street profits, at least get a victory. You tell me. Dukes. Dukes, where are you? Here we go. You probably get kicked out again. Call out, folks. I was there and you I'm saying another one. So lovely. And just for that alone. We barely even heard that last part, bro. But you gotta get back and you know, repeat what you just said. Like I said. Did you say that? Oh, you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, like I said, I'm giving. No, we can't hear you. Dukes. Oh, boy. Seems like WWE is really bad at Dukes today, man. This is really about to be something if if he can't even get his speech in, then that must mean they're really after him. <laughs> they're really after this guy. And this is going to be bad right now. Can't hear you. So, yeah. So, with Dukes, hopefully he can come back. 
or his phone probably just died, but nonetheless, um, we're gonna give him a few more of his phone spots. Until then, um, shout out to my boy Dre on Will for having me on his the eleven thirty podcast, man. I can't wait to come back to that. Shout out to everyone that's just been coming on the show and just showing them. Jesus, WWE is go. Just because he went to we left off, man. We're going to make this thing extra fast, man, because I think, because right now, I think it's really tapping into your phone. For real. So, um, yeah, so for me to sit here and say, well, I say, um, Tree Frogs and Angel Guards in a driving match. Five Star Fox Flash. That's, let, let's go, because the more more talk. Recap of the raw raw women's I mean, raw women's title finish that controversial cuts the backstage. So, so Lita Vega she's pissed at Angel Garza and and Andrade, but apparently they're on the same page. Meanwhile, of this proving wrong. Bring them to get Bailey and Sasha looking good, usual into the ring. I did it. Thank you. Crowd disagrees. Sasha cuts the promo, basically just swing her side of the injustice from Austin's green mist. Austin's green mist. Um, you know, in handed the belt by Becky of the pregnancy. Bailey borrowed the referee's shirt and did what she thought was right and made the count. Finally, so I'm Sasha too. Kyrie comes out and cuts the promo in English and Japanese, and Sasha wants the ones with her. But then we see Seven remain on the Titan Tron and laying down the wall. The next week, there'll be a rematch for the Bob Women's Championship. The rightful person interferences, no qualifications, no crowns, no anything like that. Straight up, it's just them both. And then we get. Attacking the role monster, did we get the fifth match, which was Bailey versus Kyrie King? This was Kyrie's last match for WWE. And guess what? She wins. But during the midst of this match, we get Shinna Pisa hunting and stalking them in the back, watching the team. And Charlie gives a quick interview with her. She's like a shark waiting for a prey. She's waiting for a spray. When the time is right, she'll, she will surf him. But she's been helping him way too long, and she's fed up with it. And they have deserved the spot. And she doesn't even have the match. And she doesn't even have a match. They're basically disrespecting her. Kyrie gets the dub. But we don't see that. And after the dub, she reverses the belly to belly into a roll up one, two, three, four points, 25 stars. So. <laughs> All right. I feel like that. I'm, I won't talk about no other things, but. Or oh, they all probably say for this match. Um, Kyrie saying thank you for for all you have committed to the WWE. Um you you have given us so much good matches from NXT. Even though you've been injury prone in WWE we got to the main roster, uh, that's not your fault. That's just WWE uh um not nothing. Um, all they always say is great match, Kyrie. Thank you. Um, I'm giving this a, a good solid three. 
I'm gonna leave it like that before I say anything negative. I do have a lot of negative to say. Yeah, you pissed off a lot of people. Yeah, I think I'll be in tap, so um I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. How about that? Mm-hmm. Before before yeah. <laughs> Keep it for all our sake, please. We really don't need this. <laughs> it comes to things. Drew McIntyre is getting an interview. He still feels being there after the hectic extreme rules for Dolph Ziggler match the night before. But he's still here as WWE champion. He will address the Coming back from that, Drew McIntyre comes out. Being, Dolph almost had me, but he just couldn't. To the finish line, Summer Sam's coming around the corner and he wants to word the opponent. Who is it? Dolph Ziggler comes out again to claim that he saw a desperation look in his eye. He was so close, his moments was robbed. Drew lays down the law. No, that uh, Dolph's trying to plead his case. Embarrass the man, so he decides to try to leave. Ziggler tries to grab his shoulder, McIntyre headbutts him. No, literally, and walked away. Ziggler's not him yet. You son of a bitch. He'll do whatever the hell it takes. Maybe maybe stipulation, whatever. He wants another opportunity. Drew, Drew, he changes his mind and accepts the offer. Dolph wants, Dolph wants to know right away, but apparently, no. Drew McIntyre is playing his game. The way that he made him have to wait till Extreme Rules, he's going to do the same thing right before the bell rings. Both of them were the offer until McIntyre walks. This was a rubber mask, but the rules is being reversed. B minus. Cuts the backstage. You, E. Dukes, are cutting the promo. Big Show is cutting the promo on Rick, on Rick Flair, Randy Orton, Christian, Edge, and you know, those are friends of his. And those voices in Randy Orton's head was just telling him, overly taking his thoughts and his actions. Breaks the past part between the both of them. Randy bring that Randy brought back the lucky killer because he wanted to. He asks himself, asks yourself, Big Show, is this the end of me? Is this the end of the Big Show? But you can deliver anything and everything it takes to make sure Randy would not end your story. Oh, the final match. You want to talk about the fact we talk about? I would say is this. For me, I must say is for Big Show. You you have a, a great career, um. Even though that you have gone against um Orin and the promo that he that he says is basically going against um. Ric Flair and basically bringing up the Edge and Christian because out of everyone that's basically predominantly a legend or one left is uh, that order can go against that's not in the storyline at the time is Big Show and that's sad that's definitely sad what about the Drew Drew McIntyre? Um, the Drew McIntyre and and um 
and Dolph Ziggler. I get it. It's going to be a round two. This time, um, Drew's going to pick up the stipulation. After that, it's going to be um, Drew McIntyre versus Orin. Because I think that will be the next one coming up will be Orin. Then whoever wins from that will go against probably Seth Rollins. Uh, might be Seth Rollins. Or Edge. Or Edge. Well, technically, it all depends on what time Edge comes back. But if, if how it plays off, then Edge could be coming back by the, before the end of 2020 or the start of 2021. So from now on, I'm, I'm glad to know that Legends are coming back soon, sooner than later. Because we definitely faces. Yeah, and sad that we it's sad to oh crap. Before I could before I might get cut off, all of a sudden say it's <laughs> glad to know that um that we get to see the old the faces that we know and love growing up to get everybody into the mix of just Wrestling. And from that, that's all you good part about it. That's all I can say. Before before WWE really tries um take me out take me out like fear punk. Well, I asked you about the rubber match between Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler. You went back to the big show. That they said about the, um, the rubber match, the rubber match between um, between Drew McIntyre and Dolph. I, I said was I said is that um, uh, it's kind of a good thing to know about um, about it. I understand it because they ain't the much people that can go against Drew McIntyre. So right now, until after. After everything is all said and done, then Randy Orton might be the next one up. Might be the next one to go against Drew McIntyre. Then probably after that might be um Seth Rollins. All right. Who knows? All right. All right. Moving on. Goes to the sixth and final match the main event with the unsixing match. You are going to go one on one with this Viper, Randy Orton. Then in the midst of the match, Angel Garza and Andrade attacks you from behind. Till Viking Rays come out to make the save for you to draw them away. Within 11 minutes, though, after some brutalizing chair shots, the apron DDT, and two RKOs, <laughs> you eventually fall, my friend. In, in 11 minutes, but the last RKO, three for 25 stars for your match. But after the match was over, Angel hits the head punch. And head punch your head, man. Knocks your ass out. I told you, one more legend down oh as he gets the famous post to end the show. People 25 stars from the match with the overall show. I give it a 2.75 stars, close to three. All right. Um, the last thing I'll this is me. I'll I'll talk as me as big show. <laughs> I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, Angel Garza. I'm coming for you, Adrada. It was not for y'all. I probably would have had. Or on lot, he can't face. He can't go against me one on one. 
he needed help. Thank you, all Viking Raiders, for coming out. I guess I guess I I did pray out the beast out of y'all, but um, but just to get two RKOs in, in the punt, that's what I had hurting. I think I got a concussion somewhere. My my, my body's one way, my my head went another. Um, I give this overall a three. A, a good three, but the only thing that's pissing me off is just knowing that y'all keep advising for Brooke Flair to come out, but where was Flair? I keep saying, or is reordered with Brooke Flair. There's no Brooke Flair. If you're going to have advertisement of that, at least show people that's going to be there to be there. So I'll rather see what will happen if it might be a different ball game. It might be something. You might see um if Rick Flair was there, you might see um Rick Flair get knocked out. That way take him out of TV for a while. Cause that's how I wanna see the next show, big show get get beat up by the legend killer and um and Mexico is two point So basically who we tooled in um psychosis. Well, it really means uh, a draw day and um, Asian guards, but uh, I don't care. That's how I see it as. But overall, it's a great, it's a great match. Um, decent. Gets a three. Oh, that's the end of this show, man. That's part two of our podcast for today over on the night raw you know what the whole deal is follow us on social media facebook twitter instagram off the top Road podcast follow us here on anchor google anchor podcast google podcast breaker podcast real public podcast spotify and it's soundcloud as well please use the hashtags as we can keep trending so hashtag support support ottr hashtag ottr hashtag support local podcast hashtag off the top ropes hashtag off the top rope podcast hashtag black owned podcast and hashtag professional wrestling do you plug in let's go i'm tired um thank you thank you to the crew um the um that was there part one. Um Uncle Fast Guru. Thank you, you shiz. Um just hey to the listeners out there. Um thank you to AEW. Y'all 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 bring more black people on. So thank you on that. Um Will Hobbs, your um even thank you to Bailey's um fiance, um who's gonna be paired on AEW Dark um tonight. That's sad with Bailey's husband and more black people are going to AEW. That to you. Thank you for making this 100 episodes real special. So that's all I can say for right now. Um, we see y'all what Thursday. See us Thursday. We got a jam packed day for Thursday. We got the Wednesday night oh, yeah. war between, between AEW and NXT. And also, we got two interviews. We got one at three o'clock for After Dark episode with uh, the mayor of Scumbag City, John Teller. And then we got the eight o'clock After Dark with Danny Patel Jr., the trainer who had trained Joey Janela. 
18 year professional uh, professional experience in professional wrestling. Ah, so we right. got jam packed. We got jam packed, jam packed. So tomorrow, Wednesday, we got the day off. So yeah, mm-hmm. so brace up, get the rest, and when Thursday comes, it's showtime. Until then, oh, yeah. uh, we know what Jerry Springer um, monologues, but I'll give my CZ quote, my shit thought of the day. Um, as I told earlier to Karu, when it comes to old-fashioned sentimental toys, you got to give it two options. You either got to say, do I keep it for real sentimental value? And more importantly, do I see myself still keeping it in the long run? This is the same thing with him and his Jinder Mahal, his, 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 his iconics, his whole weird selection of superstars to, to, to share for. Maybe it's time to let some old toys go to pick up some new toys. Eventually, he probably mm-hmm. must learn that for himself. That's all I got to say yeah. about that. So, until then, folks, you'll hear for us Thursday where we got a jam-packed day. And um, take care of yourself and each other. <laughs>